0: Everything's so difficult. Is breathing difficult? Watch
1: out! Did you hit him in the face with the thing? No, I didn't. (sighs) Y'all two is. Say, mommy,
0: mommy, daddy. I was nowhere near his face.
2: This is one of the greatest. Can we get a chance? Woo! Cheers. I mean, mean, the echo of life is the echo of love, and the echo of love is the echo from above, and some people, they don't even really know what they doing, god damn. I mean, can you you feel feel this? Can you feel the vibe? Can you feel the zone? The zone that we own, the zone that we own I mean the zone that we own is the zone of our own Goddamn, you can smell the cologne Fly nigga shit, fly fresh, yeah Came back goddamn double brush, yeah The suit that is, the suit that is I'm trying You're to make a building for the kids that is I mean it's echo, echo, You're echo Through the love, yeah Came back like the Michael Jackson glove, yeah We just shining, we You're just shining Rewind the track just to remind it, yeah New York to BX to Queens came back, man. We see who next, yeah, yeah, yeah. Toast to the kings, yeah. Toast to the Queens up in here, yeah. The album name, damn, it's a poison. So, so many people, people, man, get poisoned. poisoned. Man, the life can be poisoned. You can talk crazy, bring it forward, yeah. Little
1: intro vibes. <laughs> Vibes.
0: You're listening to the On the Rock podcast. Don't ask me to post your mixtape.
1: I shouldn't have to ask, okay? If you support me, you love me. You love the music. You should just post the mixtape. Rock season. What's up,
0: Yada? Hey, is my, my
1: mic still on? There I am. What's up, Yada? Hello. I'm lot This is the On the Rocks podcast. We're here on a cold fall-like. May evening A lot going on in the world today I'm going to use my phone Wherever it may be To mm. cut the TV off in the background Because we don't have a remote for it anymore And I have to use the app it- That being said How you feeling today?
0: I'm tired and I don't know why
1: I mean it was a long day
0: I mean yeah but
1: And plus the weather being the way the weather is like it's all cold it like and raining said, earlier. Can,
0: like go to sleep. It was Tired. gloomy.
1: I was telling you earlier I wanted to leave work all day. I wanted to leave at eleven, one o'clock, something about it being rainy and cloudy outside. i just be like, Forget it. I'm just forget work. It's not worth it. Do you see the weather? Like this is not working weather. This is sit in the house and watch reruns of Martin weather. So, But I made it all the way to 4 o'clock today. I was proud of myself. That's
0: good.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm trying to do this whole thing where I go to work all day. Shit's trash. But um, these jobs don't love you. And we're going to talk about these jobs, too. we going <laughs> to talk about jobs. Um, you know what? I'm going to do this thing where I try to run down what I want to talk about. First. But that, that gives me a lot of hope about the show going without a hitch. And, uh, you know, I don't want to jinx it. But I want to talk about the... A lot of things.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: I can't do it, man. Why can't you just... I can't run it down what I want, because I don't know if I'm gonna get to it. Like every show, every show we do, there's a list of things to talk about. And you may or may not get to all those things depending on how things go. Alright,
0: so don't run it down.
1: Generally speaking, I wanna there's a certain amount of time I want the show to be. And once I get to around that time, in order to, you know, focus on the quality, focus on the content, I try to wrap it up around that time. No matter what the what the subject matter is. But it's hard. Um, So maybe if you're listening to this and if you've gotten this far into the show, you can tell me, hey, what do you like to see? You want to run down? You want to know what I'm going to talk about up front? You want me to surprise you with it? Keep the suspense going? Because I think I'm the king of the segue. Speaking of kings, um, (laughs) I was just practicing. Um, So let's get right to it. There is a fake worker shortage in the United States right now. And I don't appreciate them framing it as a worker shortage Because really it's people deciding they don't want to go back to shitty ass jobs anymore Um, If you run a mom and pop diner You might have found yourself on MSNBC saying Oh my gosh, nobody wants to work anymore The government's giving away so much money that people don't even want jobs And, you know, it's unfortunate that you feel that way Um, I think that in reality... People don't want to go back to shitty jobs anymore Uh, A lot of these people May or may not have been waitresses May or may not have been bartenders uh, Bus drivers, cooks Whatever the case was Some of them might have even gotten COVID They might have lost their jobs Whatever the case was And they don't think what they were doing before Is worth what happened to them Worth losing your job Worth getting COVID And his business is just trying to shame people And it's ridiculous to me Because if you don't It's a capitalist society If you don't pay people enough money (laughs) They're not going to want to work for you And if you can't hire people to work for you You either have to make less goods Or not be in business Now in other times When people like me, non-business owners Were going through things, business owners would say Hey, you need to strap yourself up By your bootstraps, you know, you need to buckle down And have a savings, because as a business owner You know, I've always prepared for risk, and this is Just, you know, the way life is, you can't Count on the government to hand you out, and then for four Years, businesses got bailed out left And right, y'all got checks to hire People, you got checks to not fire people You got checks that you didn't have to pay back You got checks, you got tax Cuts that you didn't have to pay back, that we didn't have to Pay for, you got, for four years, y'all got Everything To stay afloat In a society where you're supposed to sink or swim Y'all got government handouts For four years And because you can't find people to work for you As indentured servants anymore For minimum wage or $2.13 an hour Now it's all the government's fault But the government has been keeping you afloat For four years When nobody was buying you falafels Or whatever the hell it is you sell or They were keeping you afloat And now you're blaming the government For not being able to hire people at low wages You don't want to pay people a living wage, and now you're mad that they don't want to come back to work for you. I would give you the same advice that I would give anybody in this situation. I'd say strap yourself up by your bootstraps. You should have had a savings, and if your business doesn't work, sink or swim, baby. It might be time to either A, reduce the capacity of your restaurant or whatever your establishment is. B, reduce the services or goods you offer. C. Reduce how you do business If you're a restaurant, you might want to do takeout, for example And if you can't afford to do takeout because nobody wants to work for you You might need to make plates out your house And if making plates out your house don't work, guess what you might need to do? You might need to go get your ass a job Business ownership might not be for you You might not be able to compete in this economy You might need to fall the fuck back That's my intro That's my intro rant, way. What do you think? You feel bad for these businesses That are crying on the news About how they can't find people To come work for minimum wage anymore
0: Definitely not um, McDonald's is hiring for $13 an hour
1: 12 to $14 an hour What's Wawa doing?
0: Wawa has a $500 sign-on bonus And if you get the vaccine extra $75 You can
1: make $575 By getting a job at Wawa And you know what that allows Wawa to do? Compete for employees
0: And then You only have to work there for two months, two months to get the sign on bonus. You know, you make. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they starting off. twelve, thirteen 13 somewhere, too.
1: If you pay people a living wage, if you compete off of perks and benefits, people will want to work there for years. It used to be. Hey, man, seven dollars an hour. It's all I got. It's all I can offer you, man. I can give you I can give you 20 or 30 hours a week. You know, I mean, I give you a couple shifts on the weekends. That's all I got for you now, man. You know, you got to do your best. If you work hard, I can give you some more shifts, but I gotta, you got to prove yourself first. Now they're out here begging for employees.
0: And people still not, they still have a shortage at McDonald's and Wawa's because there's still better opportunities out there outside of Wawa's and McDonald's.
1: Absolutely. It's competitive again.
0: But that's like what y'all consider the, the lowest low paying jobs or are now offering sign on bonuses.
1: It's competitive again. That's it. The tables have turned. The shit has switched around and now the workers are in power again, basically. Guess what happened to that waitress that lost her job at your diner while you were getting PPP loans and all kinds of uh, government assistance to stay afloat because you're a business owner and y'all are the bedrock of America. Guess what that waitress did? She might have went back to school. She might have took some online courses. She might have got a better job. She might work nine to five now, has a set schedule, and has a better quality of life anyway than she did working from six to one o'clock in the morning at your restaurant. She's not going back to that job where she caught COVID because you tried to stay open as long as you could because you didn't believe COVID was real, and you thought that all the restrictions were killing your business, and the government was overreaching, and then immediately got thousands and thousands of dollars to stay afloat, and now you're mad people don't want to work. For minimum wage, the waitress rate is $2.13 an hour, and they're supposed to rely on tips. Now, imagine you work at Applebee's <laughs> and you come in on Friday night, and your first customers are two people that want to spend $20 total on both their meals. <laughs> How much do you expect them to tip if they're trying to max out at $25 for two people? And this is what they were supposed to be living off of. She was supposed to go to work and rely on people that want to pay $25 for two people to give her a tip big enough pause so that she could support a family. And you wonder why people don't want to go back to those jobs. $2.13 an hour is the guarantee. She has to hope that we come in and want to pay the price of our meal and tips in order for her to make enough money to do what she got to do. Maybe pay for daycare or gas, whatever the case is. Nobody wants to live like that. Nobody wants to do that shit anymore There's other jobs out there And that's what I think people did They went and found other jobs Either that or they can't find nobody to wash their kids But no one's sitting at home thinking I get an extra $300 a week And that's making it happen I mean gas shutdowns Prices of things are going up $300 a week is not enough to make people not work Not being able to afford or find childcare That's a real reason to not work Exactly You don't hear about Walmart complaining Walmart went $15 out. hour You want to come get it Amazon, $15 you want to come get. Yeah, these are the big companies, but that's what they're doing because if they don't pay enough, the people that work for them need government assistance. So they need to pay more because they need that. Basically, the government is subsidizing all their workers. They don't have to pay like your job didn't have to. Your diner didn't have to pay people enough money to live off of because they were expected to go get food stamps and other benefits because they don't make enough money at work. Because they only make $17,000 a year working for you And that's $13,000 a year under poverty So the government subsidizes your workers You don't offer health insurance Because you pay $2.13 an hour So they gotta go get Medicare or Medicaid Or whatever whatever it is And you don't have to do that So your business stays afloat Your quality of life stays high While the people that work for you Have to go get on government assistance And then you can turn right around And call them motherfuckers lazy Because they don't want to come work for you When your job's shitty It's not a good job some many people caught COVID at work. You think they want to go... I, I wouldn't go back to a job I caught COVID at. I wouldn't do that. If I was a bus driver and I caught COVID because they didn't close the bus lines, I'm not... I don't want to be a bus driver. I almost died doing this shit for $27,000 a year. Not knocking it. Just saying it might not be enough to almost die from. What's the price that you would pay to catch COVID at work? How much they got to pay you an hour to catch COVID at work?
0: Not like... No. Like, absolutely. mm Oh,
1: stay home. And then the whole idea, they're trying to blame it on the workers. Like, oh, people are lazy. Everybody I know got jobs. I don't know nobody that's sitting home just making it rain with food stamps. Like, they're not just sitting at back, like, yo, every Wednesday, it's like hitting, getting a tax return from the. No, maybe a year ago in the, in the height of the beginning of the pandemic, but no, there's nobody sitting around anymore. People outside, people living. Nobody wants to sit around and be broke because everybody's outside again. They just they just scapegoat like they we used to scapegoat welfare queens in the eighties. Oh, everybody just sitting on they just scapegoats imaginary people. Find me somebody that's happily sitting at home on government assistance that doesn't have anything to do with them not having childcare or not being able to get a job in their career field for because it's too dangerous because they caught COVID there or, or because they're in school. But it's ridiculous. It's another one of them things that that, that that I don't want to say it's a white people thing. It's a business thing. They got tax cuts. They got. Uh, Loan forgiveness They got everything For four years straight And then in the beginning Of the pandemic And now they can't Stay afloat And it's our fault They can't stay afloat Because nobody Want to come buy Your uh, uh, pancakes At Papa Joe's Diner on the corner And now you on the news Crying Nobody wants to work anymore Nah Everybody got better jobs You might need to Close that diner And go get your ass a job in six months, you can be an IT professional. Oh, <laughs> like, it don't take long at all. Are you out here begging for workers? Nigga, you need to go be a worker too. This business shit ain't working out for you. You didn't you didn't survive. The government handed you money for months on, months on end. You can't find people to work for you. You can't compete. You're losing out to McDonald's and Wendy's. It sounds like you're a terrible business owner and you need to fold this shit up shop. Get your resume together. Work on your interview prep. Get the nice tie. Get your webcam straightened out and get ready for these Zoom interviews Because business ownership is not for you Fall back, try again, maybe do something different When you can afford to pay people what they want to be paid And at the same time, make some money for yourself Because it sounds like to me, you're complaining that you can't live your quality of life On the backs of people that you want to pay less And for that, I don't feel bad (laughs) Sink or swim, nigga, this is America, that's capitalism, that's how this shit go You hate socialism until it stops working for you That's how I feel about it. I agree. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? Speaking of people agreeing, I I don't want to talk about Joe Button at the top of the show because nobody cares about Joe Button besides me. Mm. It's a podcast thing, so that's why it's at the bottom of the list. So instead of going about Joe Button, I am going to give some dating advice.
0: Man, You're listening man. to the On The Rock podcast Don't ask me to push a mixtape
1: I thought long and hard about the dating advice I wanted to give on the show today so I'm going to keep it brief huh. <laughs> 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 Are you choking on your chewy over there? Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah you... Uh, you know Dr. Rome's in the building <sighs> Oh you know what I need, some back. I need some I need some dating advice music
0: <laughs> you need some mood setting,
1: music. I need to set the, vibes. You set
0: the vibes.
1: Can you take dating advice for somebody who wasn't ready to set the vibes before he gave you dating advice? Nope. Is this is my unpreparedness? It's a sign. Is a sign advice. that my advice. <laughs> your <laughs> advice isn't is is shit. It? No, this oh, is oh, good shit. advice. I think it's good advice.
0: I'm gonna pick it up.
1: If I back it up, <laughs> <laughs> is it fat Nah, but um. I am going to give some dating advice. I recently um, put out a call. No, I didn't. I just said I was going to give relationship advice. I didn't ask people if they needed any relationship advice. I was scared to do that. Mm. I'm going to be 100% honest with you. They might really have some questions and I wouldn't have known what to say or do. So I didn't do that. Mm-hmm. But I am going to give some dating advice. I am dragging it out because I'm looking for the beats that I need to set the vibes. You
0: got 15,000 beats on your...
1: Which button. is what makes it so difficult to I find one. I to
3: this work to facilitate growth or to become famous. famous. Which is more important?
2: Getting or letting go?
1: Getting or letting go? What's more important, huh? What is more important when it comes to dating? Getting or letting go? Getting the person you want? or letting go of the baggage that prevents you from opening the door to the person you want. What is most important? My name is Roxalot and uh, I have a little experience, not a lot, I won't quantify it here. It's none of your business. (laughs) And that's the advice I wanna talk about today. I don't wanna put my mom's business in the street, but she's dating. And she was telling me a story about a, a, a suitor who might've been a habitual line stepper, you know? And we all know that in the dating game, some of these niggas ain't shit. It's just, it's a thing, it's a thing. A lot of us niggas ain't shit. And to not get in my mom's business too much, I just want to say that she might've revealed details to him that he might've used to uh, ruin his opportunity With my mother And I, like I said I don't want to give up too, mom, too much of my mom's business So I'm not going to do that But that's what, that's what brought me to the advice I want to give When you're dating And getting to know another person And you aren't um, Boyfriend and girlfriend um, You're literally just dating exclusive um, You haven't had conversations about exclusivity Or anything like that You're just getting to know people everything you do outside of the person you're dating or getting to know it's none of their business it's absolutely none of their business this isn't even something i believe you should talk about with the person you're dating because you don't know them so what business is it of theirs your business like if you're getting you met this person let's say you met him at the library You've been talking for a few days. How much does he deserve to know about your life outside of him getting to know you? Maybe the word I'm looking for is boundaries. Because I feel like sometimes people open themselves up too much and it gives people the opportunity to maybe mess up that, ruin their opportunity, ruin their chance or whatever the case is. And I just feel like you need to stay specifically focused on the task at hand of getting to know each other specifically. I think it's completely okay to date More than one person at a time How you date What you do It's your business You shouldn't feel obligated To tell anybody how you date Who you're dating What you do when you're dating It shouldn't matter If somebody wants to get to know you That's all that should matter And if you're getting to know someone You need to hold your business Close to your chest Because people will use that against you People will take advantage of you People will manipulate you, gaslight you, all of those things. Protect yourself, set boundaries. Being open and honest is, is a virtue, of course. It's not always necessary. It muddies the waters. And I will just say, it's no one's business what you do, how you do, and where you do what you do when you're dating go into every new relationship, like it's its own relationship. And some, you know, Miss Dorothy said that was compartmentalizing. Like when you just put everybody in their box and you keep them in their box. Mm -hmm. But I think when you're dating, you're getting to know people. It's like capitalism. May the best man win, best woman win, literally. You're getting to know people, put them in their box. There's no reason the, 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 the steak should touch the potatoes or the potatoes should touch the green beans. Don't let these two things blend. And may the best meal win. I don't know how much sense that made to you, but if you got anything out of that, <laughs> let me know. I think it's important. People go through, they, they they like they start they think they need to explain themselves to the person they just met. Like, why am I single? Because I didn't want no damn body. You know what I mean? It don't gotta be about what happened with your ex, with all this. Da, 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 da. I ain't found nobody I want to be with yet. That's why I'm single. That's why I'm talking to you. I'm trying to see if you are somebody I want to be with. That's it. What it's a whole conversation to be had about baggage And what you bring to the table Versus what you're bringing from your last relationship To your current relationship But Let's just see how that piece of advice goes over And then we'll See if there's more advice to come down the line okay. One of the reasons why I wanted to give some dated advice Because uh, toxic, misogynistic ass niggas Love telling black women what to do They love it like There's a whole a community on the internet of people that just live to tell black women how they should live and what they should do and what they should be doing. And One of these niggas is named Kevin Samuels. You ever heard of Kevin Samuels?
0: I think he was kind of telling me about him. I don't remember.
1: Kevin Samuels is like a dude on YouTube who uh, used to be like a marketing executive. And somehow he found his way to where he gives people advice on their life. He started off... Um, He started off talking to dudes really And kind of giving them, like a guy would come to him and say Yo, I'm looking for A woman who's 5'6", you know what I mean Uh, uh, 110 pounds Makes $300,000 a year Has no kids And is only, is 35 years old or better You know, real specific shit And he would ask them, well why do you What is it about you that makes you feel like that's the woman you deserve Tell me about yourself And they might be like, well you know, I'm 5'4 And I'm You know 300 pounds And I live with my mama And uh, you know And he'd be like Let's just keep it He would break these niggas down Like he would break them down Like to the the, the essence Like you live with your mama And you want a woman You need to get your shit together But when he talked about that He was nowhere near as popular As he was when he switched over To the women Mm. So once he started to You know break down And give the women The same advice That he was giving the men Things changed for him now, I, I, I don't know what this is gonna sound like, but I wanted to give a snippet of what this what this dude sounds like and how he talks. And I said, ma'am, at your height and your weight, I mean, no offense, ma'am, but you're the size of a middle linebacker. I, I don't
0: understand that
1: type of question. Well, here's the here's the thing. Men don't do what you just did because there's always a low level threat of violence between men when lines are crossed. When I, as the host of a show,
3: Start speaking, and you continue to talk as if I'm not saying a word that is disrespectful. You would not do that anywhere. You wouldn't do it at work,
1: at church, in a restaurant. But you will have no problem disrespecting a black man. Fuck what I'm saying. I'm gonna keep on saying what I gotta say. This, this, I don't care what this. You would you consider yourself to be a professional?
0: I consider myself to be
3: a free spirit. All right. A free spirit has a job. I'ma do, I'ma get another roomy room. Oh, I don't need to do all that. I'ma be a
1: phlebotomist, you see. Then I'ma get in and work the insurance path. And then I'ma have... My- so basically, that's a sample. Uh, he gives people what's considered harsh truths, and some people think he's really, really hard on women with some of the things he says to them and how he breaks down for uh just a brief example, and I don't want to go too far into because I don't want to talk about this for too long, but a woman might say, "Hey, I want a man with no kids that makes a hundred thousand dollars a year and who's at least uh you know six foot one and he'll say statistically, you're talking about two percent of all men, not even two percent of black men da you're talking about two percent of all men. What about you makes you think you deserve the top two percent of all black men?" Like to just be realistic about it mm-hmm. And so that's his whole thing He's blown up off of it It's, a been a, it's become a big thing um, But my point in bringing all of that up Is that the only reason this dude gets so much traffic And all that stuff Is because people seek so much validation You ever been on Twitter And some dude will be like Yo All the girls I know that eat Oreo cookies Got fire You know what I mean? They got fired down there. You know what I mean? And then all the girls be in the tweets like, I love Oreo cookies. I'm eating Oreo cookies right now. Look at my Oreo cookies. Because people seek validation. They come to him for that validation. And if people didn't seek that validation, he wouldn't have this power to to be breaking people down and getting the whole internet all outrage. And that's why I brought it up after the dating topic. Because sometimes when you're dating somebody, you're telling them things about yourself because you want that validation from them. Like, sometimes, like, a guy might be giving a girl his whole side backstory because he's like, I want you to validate the fact that, yeah, I am flawed and I'm telling you this because I need that validation. Like, people go to Kevin Samuels because they want that validation. Tell me what's wrong with me. I want to know why I don't have what I want. I don't, why I don't have what I deserve. And, and they find that out. And, you know, if you give somebody that power, then that's what happens. You know what I mean? And, like, I just, I think that the whole topic of him being me, I think that's all the way missing the point. It's like you're giving him that power.
0: Yeah, definitely. Because I, I, I don't know. I just feel like when he switched over to black women, it's easy for us to look for validation when to come to black men because we want to be wanted or liked by black men also. So. And
1: he comes across as the kind of guy you supposedly want. You know what I mean? Like he's successful, professional, you know. I Successful.
0: Mean, Custom black people? out?
1: No, no, he had a successful career before all that. So, like, he comes across as, like, maybe somebody's idea of the kind of nigga they would want. Whatever. But to me, it's more just, it's more trauma porn to me. Like, it's more preying on black people and they trauma and, like, it's more your opportunity to kind of, like, just point out a lot of negative stuff to me. Like, yeah, the women are coming to him and saying, you know, basically, what's wrong with me? But then the whole idea of, like, laying her out in front of the world to break her down, like oh, you weigh too much, and you had too many kids, and ain't nobody gonna want that, and why would you? Like that's the part I don't like, and like they're stepping up to it, so it's hard to to you know say anything because people are literally like, hey, you know, do me next, yeah, like what's wrong with me, you know, why can't I have it? I, you know, like I'm not going to like for example, he'll say I'm not gonna have sex till I'm you know for ninety days, I'm not gonna have sex till I get married, and so he's like, well, why would a man put up with that? You already got kids, you've already had sex with people. So why would I? Why would you not have sex with this guy? Like, why would a man? Why does a man want to put up with that? Why would? Why does he have to have this patience when clearly you're having sex, but you're just choosing not to? Like, why wouldn't he just go to somebody else? It's stuff like that, mm. like from a man's perspective, and like it's all this toxic misogynistic ass shit to me for the most part. But people eat it up; they love that shit.
0: Nah, what you need to do is talk to God. If you want to find out what's wrong with you, talk to Him because Thank- He know you. You can't get no advice from somebody that's on live stream on youtube and don't walk in your shoes every day and he's been successful and blah blah blah, and you on the other hand have not he don't understand shit you're going through so don't talk to
1: him. He's just a face. You're just a random person that he's, and it's this is content. No matter how genuine it might seem about what he's saying or how, you know, thought-provoking and the statistics he uses. Not, and he was on Joe Button's show. And he do say a lot of, he do throw a lot of bullshit statistics at you. But if you're just sitting there shooting the shit with a guy who's throwing out like, yeah, so uh, 3% of all this and 4% of all that, so how could you expect 1% of the pie? We're not doing no math. We're not Googling nothing. His nigga's just talking and throwing out percentages and everybody's like, yeah, because yeah. How do we know? He's just throwing out numbers. And It all sounds good because he has on a suit and some Designer glasses and he sounds a little effeminate So we think he's smart like But it's not his fault it's the validation People seek from him it's the way People step up to the altar of getting Broke down by this nigga I say think for yourself Do what makes you happy Keep your business to yourself You know what I mean like you're, you can, you're the only one Who's living your life It's nobody else's business Live your life Think for yourself Look up to the people That you want to be like Ask them people for advice Like if you want to be If you know somebody In a marriage That you want to have one day That's who you look up to You don't look up to These motherfuckers That be on Twitter all day Reading 240 characters Or less of relationship advice
0: Lord.
1: That being said From my relationship advice Perspective is i was just joking <laughs> <laughs> no, don't seek validation. You know what I mean? Do you. There's somebody for everybody. And then sometimes everybody don't need somebody. You know what I mean? I think... I think. What do you
0: mean everybody I don't need somebody?
1: Because I think that you really just need to be happy with yourself.
0: First?
1: First. Before anything. Like, you really need to look within. Like, I had to learn that. Like, I had to find out when I was finally by myself. Oh, yeah, I had maybe, to learn.
0: You know what? And at the same time, maybe God is sitting you down to be single so you can be with the person that you're supposed to be with, but you are out here trying to find out what's wrong with you, there ain't nothing wrong with you. Yet. Ain't nothing wrong with you. The person that you, that's waiting for you, you're just not ready for because you're trying to find out what's wrong with you.
1: There's nobody like you, so there can't be nothing wrong with you because there's nobody to compare you to. You are you. You are an individual person. Figure out what you like. Figure out what you want and don't settle for nothing less. That's it. And don't let nobody tell you what you want. Don't nobody tell you what you, what you deserve. Figure out what you want. Settle for nothing less. And if you go out chasing what you want, at least you went out chasing what you want. You didn't go out settling. You didn't go out doing what people told you to do. That's my relationship advice. That's what we got. That's what the On the Rock podcast got. You're listening to the On the Rock
0: podcast. Don't ask. I me mean to nothing against dude, tape. but
1: I just I don't like anybody who makes a career off doesn't that builds content on shitting on black women. I just I hate that shit. That's what I don't like. Black women stepping up to the plate To the altar Getting slaughtered by some dude That's breaking them down Because they have a kid already It'd be Sometimes it'd be just that simple Like you already have a kid What do you, what do you think so good about you? Like
0: Girl if you don't want to have sex Until you get married And you already got four five kids That's your standard Somebody gonna come along And respect that like, if they respect you, they gonna respect that. If they want to get to know you, they gonna respect that.
1: these niggas don't really give a fuck. I'm trying to tell you like <laughs> all that shit he talking, the nigga that you like, don't he might watch this nigga on YouTube, but don't think that nigga has any of these standards and I'm not gonna say nigga no more. <laughs> I'm just trying to tell you like don't listen to dudes like this. There are real people in your life that can give you real advice about these things. Like don't get on YouTube looking for life advice and don't don't find yourself worth that's all I got for that, man. That's yeah. all I got. Okay. I didn't want to. Um, I still don't want to talk about Joe button
0: Let's get to it.
1: I don't want to <laughs> talk about Joe Button. I don't think I, mean,
0: I, I. I mean, some people might might care enough for the just for the gossip, like I, not I don't even like I've, care about his podcast mm-hmm. or anything like that. But Joe Button is an asshole. I don't think I've processed it. He's a butthole.
1: I am legitimately sad that. Their podcast broke up Well I'm legitimately sad That he fired The two other hosts Of his podcast today
0: And I didn't even listen To the whole thing But I just know Joe Button is a butthole And he can be salty And he has to be The only child
1: He's not the only child i have already told totally you like, I know But he
0: acts like He's the only child Like he ain't got no cousins
1: Now usually this episode Is behind a paywall But I'm me So I'm gonna yeah, get some clips. we go yeah.
3: React to the pod React to the pod Okay Like, because you can't truly give a reaction. (laughs) I'm trying to find a clip, but it's Uh two and a half hours. Hey, if it took you today to get shit together on a work day, that's my problem with Maul when he came in here and wanted to have that conversation. Today's a work day. It's not Mm -hmm. time to have conversations about emotions and how you feel. It's a work day. Are you coming to work or not? Mm -hmm. You don't want to work. Today's another work day, buddy. Tuesday and Friday is a work day. If you're coming here, you're coming here to work. I ain't here to talk about how you feel. So what? so what I, somehow I feel way too clip. so what it ain't time for feelings You're it's time to head to down the to the finish line 100 million Don't 200 million 300 million day. whatever it ends up when we all die that's what it is but the energy has to be good man the energy has to be good God bless these
0: the energy has to be good so can we talk about my feelings before we record
3: they did Hey look
0: No he doesn't want to He's like no I don't want to hear that shit You know we gotta go make this Three million We talk about that (laughs) shit afterwards Because I'm such an asshole And I'm the boss And I really don't need you As my friend either And my co-host So therefore You gonna come make this bag or not
1: Yeah I mean You didn't hear the episode But that pretty much sums it up He was like Fuck all that shit Let's get this money or no. I mean that's pretty much What sums it up um, But you can't
0: say Oh the energy has to be right The nigga we need To have a conversation I understand this is a work day But this is supposed to be Your shit and you supposed To be running it And you could take A 20 minute An hour
1: The show feeds a lot of people You know what I mean And so Joe is basically saying Their drama shouldn't stop the show Because like You know the show must go on it's, There's They have employees You know what I
0: mean I get all of that, and that's why you have things in place for moments like this. Play an old clip, nigga. Play an old, uh, <laughs> uh, 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 uh a old flashback, goddamn podcast, or some shit that y'all recorded that nobody's never heard, so we can have this conversation. Joe, there's options here besides no fuck your feelings. We well, should just go record.
1: Now, there's other, you know, there's other things that play too. You know, uh, I just to be fair, I didn't even really introduce a topic. I just kind of dove in. They also, Rory and Maul. The co-host for the Joe Button podcast got fired on the latest episode. That's what we were playing a clip of. And one of the brief grievances they had was that they wanted to see the books. They wanted to see the accounting. They wanted to see what was going on um, with the money. And Joe Button was like, no, this is my shit. You know what I mean? He didn't feel like they contributed enough to the overall effort to get the visibility on the things they want. You know, they didn't bring money to the pod. They didn't bring business. They didn't bring endorsements, whatever the case was. And that was Joe's responsibility completely. And uh, they felt like they were getting a little lazy also. And uh, the chemistry wasn't there. And the podcast built off chemistry, you know, lives or dies off it. And once they started beefing, they was Rory wanted to fight on the show. Maul just scrolling through Instagram. You know, he kind of felt like. And then they stopped showing up.
0: I mean, I don't do shit for this podcast. I don't even share any posts like that. I haven't shared a post in a long time. You're listening to the On The Rock podcast Don't ask me to push No you not have to State. stop talking
1: I just want I want you to finish your point About how you Don't support the show at all. But I'm here And
0: if the, the podcast blows up This
1: Like If the podcast blows up She gonna want her credit For being here
0: Yes because but If she people just are here To listen to she me also She doesn't share Or do
1: any other thing yeah. uh, Whatever <laughs> I guess
0: the point is, I, I don't I didn't have a point I don't know where I was going <laughs>
1: So where you think you? Rory and Maul Deserve a piece of the
0: pot People go there to, They it's, it's imagine the Migos breaking up. It was hard for us to get used to the new Destiny's Child over and over again. But because Beyonce is Beyonce, Joe Button is not Beyonce. Okay? <laughs> In this case, he is. He's not Beyonce. I <laughs> no, mean, but you like, know what? He might be because he's the only one doing his podcast shit the right way.
1: Exactly. And think about it like this. But
0: he's too soon to be the Beyonce.
1: It's really about the chemistry they had. Like to me, it was the chemistry. I I wasn't Joe. But I wasn't a fan of Joe Button's music for it at all. It was really his transition from music to podcast And I was impressed with that, That's what I noticed Because he was way more interesting as a podcaster Than he was that depressing-ass music he made And it was depressing He could rap But he made some sad-ass music He made a four or five mixtapes called Mood Music And it was all sad And he admitted on his podcast That he didn't have a lot of money So he wasn't mixing none of that shit So it was sad And it sounded horrible yeah. You really had to be a real hardcore Joe Budden fan to be listening to that depressing, unmixed ass shit I know
0: some real
1: car oh, We all do, mm-hmm. I definitely did too I, I On my Facebook, every year I have to read about the How I review one of his albums for all my fucking Joe Budden music fans out there I reviewed a whole album, track for track, just to break it down
0: Yeah,
1: Wasn't bad, he had it mixed But I was a fan of him as a podcaster And their chemistry is what made it dope The chemistry between those three But the chemistry had fallen off It really had and I was happy when they came back. I was I woke up this morning excited to hear what the episode was going to sound like after they had a week off, thinking that, you know, they might have got the vibes back. And this is what we woke up to.
0: No, nah, Joe was in, he was in Cali. He was in Cali. He, that's what he did with his week. He didn't see, was you know, let me be proactive for this podcast that I feel like I need my friends for.
1: They took six weeks off and then they came back, did one episode, and then they went on another week vacation. And that still wasn't enough to get the vibes back. And I really, I honestly don't want to be on nobody's side. Like, I don't know, because Joe Budden is an asshole. And he admittedly, and they talked about it, he talked to them crazy. You know, he talked to them crazy, and that's what kind of led to some things happening. They apparently had talked it out, but... Obviously there's still a rift there. This
0: still this because Joe Button is still Joe Button. And at the end of the day, if you want to work with the nigga, you gotta accept the nigga how he talked to you and not take it personally at the same time. And that's just who he is. And as your friend, he's somebody else. And as your boss, he's the asshole. Whatever. But he I said mean, they was
1: never really friends.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he did.
0: <laughs> he is so sad.
3: I get into protect mode. Morale need to be kept high at all times around here. I know what creative shit look like when it ain't. Am I on a rant? Am I just rambling? No, it's cool. It's shit that needs to be said, right? (laughs) The accounting looks beautiful. And these two gentlemen have been overpaid for years. And unfortunately, what happened was a world that I could never imagine. I never foresaw a world where they wouldn't be here and I had to try to make it work without them. Mm, yeah, and in know. that, which these two gentlemen should have equated for in their risk assessment.
1: Like, y'all should have thought about that. What happens? He's what? like, I replaced y'all. People liked it. It went well. And now it's like, well, you know, it, it lowers your value. If I replace you with some guys who never potted before, who are my friends? They sat down, did a good job. People fuck with them. We've even started a new podcast now because of the chemistry we had with them. And now y'all not showing up to work? He's like... That kind of lowered the value, the the leverage you had in negotiating because you didn't show up for work. These
0: are your friends, Joe, that you decided to go in business with. And, he
1: tells a different story about it. Uh,
0: I mean, I'm he just literally not, says, "I'm just not my. I'm just not on." That's he, why I don't listen to Joe. But it's not that I don't like him. I think he's pretty cool, smart, you know, guy and stuff like that. I watch him on Love and Hip Hop because he's. A little bit better there than me listening <laughs> to his annoying ass voice all day. Um, but I mean, he's an asshole. He's butthole.
1: He literally said Rory showed up around the ninth episode, nobody asked him to. And but it four hundred and thirty-seven episodes in, and he showed up at episode nine. And he's like, you know, it's none of your business. <laughs> like you've been around for four hundred and twenty episodes. <laughs> why so I made a song called "These Aren't Your Friends." I'm not gonna play the whole thing, but I did that because uh, that's what he was saying. Those weren't his friends. It's a real. It was a real rough episode. I've been I've been listening to his podcast for five years.
0: I can't do it.
1: Five years. It's really one of the first podcasts I had ever heard of. And one of the first podcasts I listened to regularly I followed on Spotify, I paid for the Patreon I modeled this show after the Joe Budden podcast My goal when I started this show was to make it sound as good as their podcast sounded I was obsessed with how they it was so crispy, everything sounded so good I bought all this equipment, I bought all this stuff Oh my gosh And I'm almost there but see, he has a whole squad. He has a whole like engineering. He has a little guy that sits there and makes sure it should sound good. It's just me, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just me. And I'm my that little five
0: percent here. Don't ask me. Yeah, sure of
1: course. Day. You used to have a drop, but you stopped showing up, so <laughs> your drop turning into that. Yada, yada yada y'all. She's in the building. Hey. Um, speaking of podcasts, how to support this podcast? Since you know, we could talk about it. Um, when you see a link to the show. Share it. You don't even have to listen to the show yet. Just hit that share button. Throw it up there because maybe somebody else will notice this out there. Share it. Um, if you're feeling crazy, comment under it. Cool show. I'll listen to this later. Don't even promise. Don't tell me when you're going to listen to it. Just make
0: some fire emojis.
1: And- Engagement is the key. Um
0: just throw an
1: emoji there. Throw a like up there Whenever you see it Just let me know you out there um, You don't have to promise me You don't listen to this um, Podcasts are still kind of new Even if everybody has one So uh, it's uh, Some people don't have the Time in their life Maybe you don't You don't ever get to listen To my podcast Until you're on a road trip One day And you, you, you're seven hours in You didn't listen to all Your favorite mixtapes you know, you know let me hear What Ron's talking about And you just throw it on It's not there's no sense of urgency about it, but uh, if you ever are checking it out, just let me know you out there. Just give me that a engagement. Lot of
0: people listen to you though, like a lot of like you know, when you get feedback, you get feedback. So let's not act like you know, ain't nobody out here listening. People out here listening, and it's enough. It's I mean, enough. I try I've, to- I've heard, I've heard through the grapevine who've been listening. I've heard people say, oh, this, that, and the third, just out of the blue. So when you get feedback, you get feedback. We hear we have an audience and I try we will let like know where our audience is staying at. So like, share, comment, all that. Uh- Repost that motherfucker <laughs> crate, And all that So just do it, just oh, I know, do
1: it. Like, I'm trying to be modest But I know y'all out there And I appreciate all of y'all I know who you are I know y'all out there I see the data I see the stream I see the likes I see the comments I see everything out there uh, I'm, Obviously I'm trying to grow the show Grow my audience I'm trying to give you more content Give you more videos Put my face out here more You know I'm going to tell you all the truth You know one of the reasons I don't do enough videos because i'll be waiting a little too long between haircuts <sighs> man i can't be out here looking crazy you know what i mean but you know I, I'm, I'm bouncing back summer's coming it's gonna be a uh, fresh phase and air maxes all summer uh so rock with me um, i definitely wanted to there were some other things on my list I wanted to get to, but I think to I think the I think I feel good. I think I got some of my rants off early on and uh I feel confident about it. So if you're rocking with me, make sure you hit that uh, like, that share, that comment, that gif, that fire emoji, whatever the case is. Um, I don't do you don't gotta promise to listen to the show, but just promise me you go engage with the show. Like, listen, if comment. You see share.
0: the post like it.
1: Like it And That's I know Facebook plays with the algorithms And all that So I know that everything don't show up in your feed The same way it's supposed to show up in your feed But uh You know Do, do the things you need to do Let me know you out here So we keep this shit going yeah. uh, Ry said he appreciates it hey, Anything you want to say y'all
0: I would like to say That y'all continue to have a blessed Year Buy you a house Get in some stock
1: and stop buying up all the gas, man. It's a temporary shortage.
0: And we are creating the shortage. There's no shortage, There's guys. No shortage. Guess what? If we were shorting something, you know what? If you didn't have a lot of milk in the house, <laughs> would you start drinking all the fucking milk? <laughs> But when you take the smallest amount point. of yeah, the like, milk and sips. Why are you making cereal all of a sudden?
3: We <laughs> ain't got no damn milk.
0: You know, we have half <laughs> a gallon of milk. We got to let this last until I get paid on Friday. So everybody take a sip, and that's all we have. <laughs> No one is going to sit up we there and no drink need- all the milk and be like, oh, we don't have any more milk.
1: Why you want to bake cakes all of a sudden? It's a milk shortage out there. So just chill out.
0: I mean, it's it's just it's just common sense. You know, the news to try to scare you into another pandemic, and another yeah, something. Sure if you, you're just reading uh, the, the highlights and not hitting the link to read the goddamn article and you're, going, <laughs> and you're talking about it with your friends and your friends go get gas, somebody else tell that person, word of mouth is strong. Uh, We
1: are a panicky ass
0: culture now. Stop! Don't don't get no more toilet tissue. Don't run out of gas. We are fine. Everything's fine. And then y'all showing these people that y'all got money in y'all pocket out here putting gas in the in the car. Yeah. We trying to stay looking like we broke right now. (laughs) All right.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Either way, um, you know what I mean. Wash your hands. Stop panicking. Get vaccinated if you feel safe. It's free. Um, like, listen, share the show. Do all of those things. Um, shouts to Rory and Maul from the Joe Budden, formerly the Joe Budden podcast. Aww. Wish y'all the best. DJ Academics is probably going to start a show with Joe Budden now because academics and Rory had beef. And now that Rory's been fired, Joe Button about not. to make a lot of money with academics.
0: Please not. Please, Lord. He's so um, but yeah, that's
1: all I got. Thanks for checking us out. See you the next time I see you. The on the rocks
0: podcast you're listening to the on the rock podcast don't ask me to push a mixtape